The title of my message this morning is entitled, Remember and Be Careful. Remember, be careful. Let me begin by showing a picture of Pastor Lee Chu and me way back in 1980s when we climbed Mount Kinabar. That's me. It's me, it's me, it's me. It may not look like me, but it's me. That's the second time we climbed up the mountain. And it's a very difficult mountain to climb. How many of you have been up Mount Kinabalu before? Well, a good number of you in the balcony. Yeah. And uh, I remember that we climbed with this guy called Ong Hock Siu. Now, who doesn't know Ong Hock Siu or anything? Yeah. He's been there at that time when we climbed 60 times. So by now, he's probably 100 over times. He knows every stone up that mountain. But I remembered very clearly during the briefing, uh, Brother Ong would say this to all of us. Remember. Remember. Do this. Don't do this. And then after that, he say, be careful. Why? Because when you go up the ropes, don't swing. Uh, you know, swing up the rope, you flung out, you know, one mile down. Remember, be careful, you know, the ledge is only one feet, I don't know about it now, you know, you just have to walk around it and you hold the ropes. Be careful. And these are the same two words in Deuteronomy chapter 8. Now, these are not the most common words in chapter 8 of Deuteronomy, but they are the most important words. Only two times. The word remember is found in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And only two times, the word be careful, the phrase is found in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And therefore today, I'm asking you to remember only two things and be careful of two things. So what do we remember? Remember what, Pastor? Remember what? And this is the first thing. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 to verse 2 says this. It starts with be careful, but we won't go there. We will come to that later on. Huh? He says be careful to follow Every command, verse 1, that I am giving you today so that you may live. We'll come back to this verse again in a short while. So that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on oath to your forefathers. And this is it, the first remember, verse 2. Remember. How the Lord, your God, had led you all the way in the desert or in the wilderness these 40 years. Why? To humble you. To test you. Why? In order to know what is in your heart, whether or not 
you would keep his commands. In other words, you cannot fake it. You can fool man, but God says no. In other words, don't talk on here. Remember. So the first thing is to remember how the Lord has led you to where you are today. Don't forget all. The very fact that you are here listening to me, the very fact that you are here today, but pastor, we've gone through difficult days. Everybody has gone through difficult days in the last two years. But the very fact that you're listening online to me, wherever you come from, the very fact that you are here today is because the Lord has led you to where you are today. Don't you ever forget that. Why? To humble you. And to test you. You know, over the last two years, and maybe even way before that, you know, as I was preparing this message, I was looking back at the album that my wife gave to me at my 70th birthday. That's where I got the picture. You know, the mountain climb? She collected back all the photos of when I was young, you know, up to today. And I was reminiscing. And I look at page after page of that album. So precious to me. I remembered. I remembered how the Lord led me through dark, dark days. You think everything is plain and rosy, huh? Can I encourage you to remember how, how God has led you through days in which you were lost? In days in which you couldn't even bother about, don't worry about church, la. don't even bother about God. Through difficult days. Through difficult days. And the Lord led you to where you are today. And God has protected you. Amen. God has kept you safe. Come on, let's give God a clap offering. You will agree with me. He deserves the praise. Amen. The goodness of God. Have you forgotten? No. Remember where He has led you these 40 days. And the question I want to ask you is this, whether you are here on site or whether you are here online, where is God in your life today. Sadly, some have left the faith. So sad. But the good news is the vast majority of you are here, amen? The vast majority of you have navigated through and God has been there for you and we are where we are today 
because God has led us through all this time. But you tell me, Pastor, it has not been easy. I know. You think I don't know? The rain falls on the good, the bad, and the ugly, ma, right? Even as a Christian, we all went through difficult days. Why? Uh, to test you and to humble you. Wow. Why? Because we were proud to know what is actually in your heart so that at the end of these two years, as the borders are open again, as church is now open, as so many of you are here today, you have packed out. And I see the same for every church in Malaysia, you know. Am I right even in Kuching? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Every church in Malaysia, the, the churches are opening again and people are flocking again to worship the Lord. I'm not saying that you, you don't come here. No, no, it's not true. The key is this. After two years, we are still there. Amen. Come on, let's give God a clap offering again. He deserves the highest praise. And I want to believe that after these two years, we remember how He has led us through. And not only that, the second thing we are asked to remember is this. Well, to humble us. To cause you to hunger and feed you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known. To teach you that man does not live by bread. This was the verse that, that Jesus quoted at the first temptation. See? But on every word that comes from the mouth of God, and I remember the last two years, we kept going online and all the churches did. You never lost your faith, amen? Even though we could not meet physically, you still soaked in the word. Am I right? Man shall not live by bread alone. But every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that's why you're here today, amen? Your clothes did not wear out and your feet did not swell during these 40 days to humble us to test us. And it's the second thing we must remember. Remember. Not only how He has led you, remember how He has blessed you. You know, none of us are poor. We have enough and to spare. Remember he has blessed you. Rather than complain, complain, complain every time, huh? why not thank Him? Thank Him for His blessings, I told you. Thank Him for the fact that you are here today. Amen? Why, 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 why is it that as, as I look at this, that God wants us to remember how He has blessed us? Because the tendency is that we forget. We forget. You know? I just want to say this to you, my friend. The fact that he has blessed you, I'm running ahead of myself. There's so much I can share with you. Is that it is when we are blessed that we forget, you know? Strange, huh? 
know, we tend to forget more when we are blessed, right? And when we go through difficulties, suddenly we come back to God. No wonder, right? God says, yeah, I led you through all these difficult days, whatever it is, so that you remember that it is me. It is me that gave you wealth. It is me that has blessed you. That is me that has blessed your ministry. It's not you, my friend. It's not how great you are, how smart you are. See, the problem is this. During the good old days, sir, where the stock market is good, amen, when everything is so fine, we were laughing our way to the bank. When many deals came, when, when, when all the sales were good, when the ministry was flourishing, when, when our children scored straight A's, where is God? A footnote. We never think of Him. That's what the Lord says. Remember. Remember where He has led you and remember how He has blessed you. Therefore, be careful. Let me read Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 16 and 18 to you. Remember to the children of Israel and to you as I BKL. I just feel in my spirit that something is going to happen this morning. That the word of God is for everyone, not only some of you, even for me. God repeated again. He gave you manna to eat in the desert. He provided for you, my friend. He provided for your family. Don't you remember? Something your fathers had never known to humble and to test you so that in the end, why? It may go well with you. God is a good God. We sang that, right? Do you believe it? Do you really believe it? Or only in good days only you believe it, huh? Do you really believe that when you went through those difficult days, that God was still good. Praise God for you are a wonderful church. So that you may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth. That's why you thought so. But be careful. Be careful. Remember the Lord your God. It is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. It is not you. So the first thing, we need to be careful. Remember, everybody say, remember. Be careful. One more time. Remember. Be careful. So remember how He has led you. Remember how He has blessed you. But be careful. Like a hoxula, huh? remember, be careful. Huh? 
Number one, that you don't forget the Lord. And I told you this, that it is not when we don't have that we forget God. It is when we have too much that we are more likely to forget God, correct or not. Absolutely true. When things are going on well, we forget. So God has to test you. Talking about forgetfulness, I'm going to tell you a joke. You better laugh. Huh? <laughs> about forgetfulness. I tested it just now, and at least she laughed. So I hope it works. So there was this young man who came from the city. He went to visit a farm. So he saw the old farmer giving instructions to his wonderful dog. And within minutes, the sheep dog got all his sheep into the pen. And so this young man was so impressed with the dog that he went to the old farmer and said, Sir, I'm so impressed with your dog. What's his name? The old farmer looked at him, thought for a while. Young man, what is the name of that bush with one feet tall, with thorns, green leaves, red flowers, a flower very fragrant, rose, Thank you. Then the old farmer turned to his wife. Hey, Rose! This young man wants to know the name of the dog. Tell him. I haven't reached that stage yet. And my wife is here, Lee. I can't remember. I'm in trouble tonight, I go to sleep on the roof. <laughs> Don't forget. Don't forget God. Because you have a tendency to forget. And I don't care how spiritual you think you are, how smart you think you are. The best of men, including me, are men at best. That's why we go communion, right? Correct or not? That's why God knows. We take as every time you take communion, you what? You remember. God knows. Don't forget. The good news, and I wrote this down, the God who has blessed you in the past is still with you. You may have left him, my friend, but he has never left you. And you will rise again. Let's give God a good clap offering. Let's believe it, my friend. Let's believe it that even as we obey the word of God, and go through this exercise, not a sermon, but internalize it. So that when you go back today, you, you talk to your wife. Darling, let's remember. 
Let's thank God for all that He's done for us. Amen? Even as you begin to do that, I want to believe that the blessings of God will continue to flow through you so that we are not proud. Look, that's what it says here. Verse 14. When you forget, your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. You forget and I forget. So, very important. Let, let's not be proud. Let's not be proud. So, you ask me, Pastor, uh, how can I not forget? Huh? Can you tell me how can I jolt my memory so that I, I, I don't, but I'm very forgetful. So, I, I'm going to give you the choose recipe of how not to forget. Is okay with you? All right. Uh, I don't tell everybody one, no? All right, because you're special, I tell you, okay? All right. Okay, I know, I know. It's this. The way not to forget, and this is not in the script, it's not in the Bible, I mean, in my script. Have a gratitude attitude. You've heard me say it a thousand times. Those of you from SIBKL, you remember or not? Yeah. The way not to forget is to thank Him at every instance. Look for things to thank Him and not take Him for granted. My wife told me this many times. Darling, one of the things I notice about you, among other good things, is that <laughs> you are a very grateful person. And she's absolutely right. <laughs> I am a very grateful person. Why? I thank God for every single thing in my life. Car park, la. senior citizens only. La. You know, the day yesterday I was in the MRT, I went to HTBB. You know, I pay only one ringgit 60 cents senior citizen. Thank God for our government. Amen. Thank God. Look. When you look for things to thank God for, there are many things to thank God for, right? Am I right or not? Am I right? The thing is, we take God for granted. So have a gratitude attitude all the time. I thank God. I, 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 we swim twice a week now in, in the swimming pool near to my house. The, I don't have a swimming pool in my house, okay? The, the club. And I go there. And you know, when you swim, uh, I, I swim a number of laps, you don't like people in front of you, but you knock your head against them, right? So you tell the Lord, Lord, you know, good old days, now, now they give you a lane. Last time, no lane one, no, you just swim, you know. You know what I mean? And, and, and people are there, the children are playing, oh no, you knock your head. Lord, you know, please God, if I swim, please give me a lane so that I can swim, I can swim. And several times, it rained, rained, and suddenly when I go there, the rain stop, and there's nobody in the pool. And I said, Lord, I want only one lane. <laughs> I didn't say the pool. <laughs> I thank God. God is so, so, so good. Amen. I, I, I remember, I still have time. I remember uh, when I was the medical director of Tungshin Hospital. I, I have a parking space. But sometimes, I, uh, somebody could park the car there. So I got to park at the car park. 
and from the car park to the hospital is about a walk of about uh, 20, 30 meters or even more. But the amazing thing is, as I pass, walk from the car park to the hospital, I pass through some flowers. And I can't remember the name of the flower. Honestly, I can't remember. I'm not joking. I forget the name of the flower. It, it, it's named after uh, ice cream. Magnolia! Praise the Lord. You're right. How do you know? Huh? <laughs> magnolia ice cream. You know, magnolia flower is very, very fragrant. Correct or not? So I would stop by the bush, smell the magnolia flower, and I thank God before I begin the day. Listen to me, my friend. Thank Him. Thank Him. Come on, let's give out a clap of friendship. We do that. So let me summarize. Be careful. Remember and be careful. So remember two things. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, God told the children of Israel, and I'm sharing this with you, SIBKL, and every one of you who's listening up online, always remember. Remember how God has led you to where you are today. Because you were a nobody. I was a nobody. Who am I? And through all the years, God has blessed the ministry. It's not me. Understand, it's not me. It's the grace and the favor of God. God has blessed you, right? Do you think so? God has healed some of you. God has blessed you with children and grandchildren. Amen? I thank the Lord for my two sons. I thank the Lord for my wonderful daughter-in-law. I thank the Lord for my two grandchildren. Thank the Lord for your family. Amen? Thank Him. Thank, remember how He has blessed you. And, and, and don't forget two things. I've told you one thing. And this is where I come to a close almost. Be careful not to forget God and the Word of God says, be careful always to obey His commands. Verse 1. Do I have it up there? Yeah. Come, read with me. Okay, it's okay. Would you read with me? Come on, those of you who are here, left to right, front to back, up and down. Let's read the Word of God. Is it okay with you? All right, let's all read Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1. Are you ready? Online as well. One, two, three. To follow every command I'm giving you. Come on, read out loud. Every, one more time. Start again. Shall we do that? One, two, three. Everyone. To follow every command I'm giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land. Remember, be careful. In other words, 
Be intentional. Don't take for granted. Do it. Make an effort to do it. To read the Word. To obey the Word. Shema, remember? Pastor Wajan gave an outstanding message on Deuteronomy chapter 6, I think it was. Right? Shema. I've never heard someone expound the word Shema as, as profound as that. It is to not only hear, but obey. It was implicit in the word Shema. And that's what the Lord wants the whole of Israel to remember up to today. And I share this with you. Shema. Don't only hear today's message, my friend. Please. Obey. Be careful to obey every word, every command. Wire, wire. So that you, it may go well with you. It's for your good, in other words. It's like a father telling a child, Son, remember. Don't be, don't be forgetful. Be careful. Why? Uh, for your good, man. It's the same. Father God, in all His love to you, and pastor here with all His love for you, is reminding you, my friend, remember where you were and where you are now. Remember how He has blessed you so that it's not because of how smart you are that you got your wealth. No! It's the Lord. And be careful. Be careful not to forget Him and more importantly or as importantly, remember and be careful to always obey His Word. So the key is this. How do I not trivialize God's word? Three things. Saturate yourself with His word. It's like the atmosphere. It's like oxygen. You, you cannot not stop. You cannot stop breathing, right? You need oxygen, right? How many? Okay, you can. Same. You treat the word of God as the breath of life. You cannot stop eating food, mama, correct or not? Huh? So there's the same. Tell yourself that you, you need to, 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 to soak yourself, to feed yourself with the Word of God like, 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 like eating, like breathing. And you need also to surrender yourself to God's will. Don't only read, but surrender, yield. Lord, your will be done. And then always satisfy yourself with God's ways. John Piper says this, one of his most famous quotes, God is most glorified when we are most satisfied in Him. Can I say this? Can I encourage you, friend? Thank you so much, musicians. Thank you so much for being here. Don't make God a footnote in your life. Make Him your focus. Don't make God an addendum. You know what's an addendum? An appendage. 
make him your main character. Don't make God an option. Make him your preference. And when you and I go through life like that, God says, all will go well with you. And you will possess the land. Every time you go to work and you step foot in your office, that territory belongs to you because you have not forgotten and you are careful. Let me close. Two things. I close with a blessing. That's how Deuteronomy 8 closes. And I also close with a warning. That's how Deuteronomy 8 closes. First of all, the blessing. Be careful to follow every command that I'm giving you today so that you may live and increase. Isn't that what you want? Wow. And that you may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on oath so that generation after generation, like the ironic blessing, the blessings of God flows. Don't you want that? I want it. And here is a warning. Deuteronomy 8 closed with a warning. Because we are forgetful, you see. So stand on. He says, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, God says, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed like the nations the Lord destroyed before you. So you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord. My prayer for you and for me today is this. We remember and we be careful. You know, this group of senior pastors meet every six weeks and we, we, we have been meeting now for the last 15 years. These are some key senior pastors in the Klang Valley. Some of you may recognize who they are. Half of them have retired. Actually, not true. Four have retired. Only two are still working. And before long, all will be retired. I was there at HDB yesterday talking about millennials. It's time for the next generation, you know. 
And the reason why we meet once every six weeks is we, we celebrate, we renew our friendship, our brotherhood, and to remind ourselves of the goodness of God. 15 years, we thank God. And I'm here to remind you, my friend, remember, remember how the Lord has led you through all these years. Never forget. In order to humble you, to test you, to know what is in your heart. Hallelujah. So that all may go well with you and your children and your children's children. Thank you. Let's close our eyes and bow our heads as we close today. You know, right from the beginning of this day, the message, this service, the presence of God was so evident, you know, from yesterday even. And I want to believe that even as we come to this stage of Deuteronomy 8, it is not another message, but it's a message that God wants to deliver specifically for this time, for this audience, and for this moment of your life. In case you forget. In case you say it's me. No, it's not you, my friend. It's not you. It's God. So first of all, I want you to thank Him. Will you do that, my friend? Join me to thank the Lord. Thank Him. Thank Him for the way He has led you. Thank Him for the way He has opened the way for you. Thank Him for your family. Thank Him for your children. Thank Him for your health. Thank Him for every good thing that comes from God. Thank Him for your parents. Thank Him. Thank Him for your church, those of you who come from other churches. Thank Him. Thank Him that you're here today. Thank Him. Thank Him you are still growing and loving God. Thank you. There's so many things to thank God for. Amen. Thank Him. So I'm going to give you a few moments now. Will you do that? Thank Him, my friend. Will you do that? If you're with your spouse, can you just hold the hands of your spouse and thank the Lord together? Will you do that? Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. He's a good God, my friend. He's a wonderful God. Thank you. Just give you a few moments to do that, my friend. It's so important. Those of you online, will you do that, my friend? Whether you're in the living room or whether you're in even the bedroom for that matter. 
thank Him. Wherever you are, you can do that. Anywhere in the world. In a short while, I'm going to make an altar call. I just feel in my spirit that I need to make this call. That even as the message of God has gone forth this morning, I believe in my spirit. God wants you to respond to Him. That those of you, especially, who who have, in a sense, at the crossroads of your life, those of you who want to come back to God big time. You're from another church, maybe. You've been disappointed by your pastors before. You've been disappointed by your leaders before, and you are here today. And you've been probably be online for some months now, or even coming to here physically ever since we opened. And you are attracted by what's happening here. But I say to you, my friend, don't be attracted by the programs. Be attracted to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Because man can fail you, man, but Jesus cannot fail you, man. You will you come back to Him? In a short while, I'm going to give the altar call, husband and wife. If you feel God prompting your spirit, you come forth and rededicate your life back again to Him. Some of you are still young. You have been serving God before, but because of some disappointments or disagreements, you have given up hope, so to speak. And you say, "No, I don't want to serve anymore today. I want your faith to rise again. I want your spirit to be ignited once again to serve Him and to love Him." So, if you feel your spirit that is you, in a short while when we sing the closing song, you come forward. You come forward. I want you to come forward. Because even though you walk that short step of 10, 20 yards, it's a commitment. You see, it's a commitment, and God sees your heart. And those of you who want to consecrate your life back again to God, one way or another, you come. You come not to me, not to anybody, but to God. Understand? And before I do that, I want to find out here: Is there anyone here? Who have not yet received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior? All eyes closed, all heads bowed. I want to give you an opportunity to 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 surrender your life to God for the first time in your life. This is such a crucial moment. Is there anyone here or online who have yet to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? All eyes closed, all heads bowed. I want you to raise your hands high enough for me to see. High enough for us to see, and then, and then, so that we can pray for you. Now I'm looking at the floor. Now anyone here who have yet to receive Jesus Christ, and you're brought here by a friend, or you came here separately, but you have yet to make a public declaration of your faith in Jesus. Right now, at a count of three, you raise your hand. High enough for me to see. High enough for the angels of God to see. All right, anyone. You have never received Jesus Christ publicly, and you're to declare it today. You want to raise your hands at a count of three: one, two, three. Anyone? Anyone? Yes, ma'am. I see you right in the front here. Anybody else? Anybody else? 
Anybody else? Anybody in the balcony? You could be sitting somewhere in the corner and you think God don't notice you, but God does notice you. And God is speaking to you right now. You, want, you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour and you want to do it today. You just raise your hands high enough for me to see anyone in the balcony. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, ma'am. Thank you so much. And now I'm going to ask you all to stand. And even as you stand, let's all stand. And if you're any one of those categories, they want to rededicate your life back again to God. One way or another, I don't know. Somewhere in this morning's message, He's spoken to you. And you want to respond to Him. You come forward and give us permission to pray with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Will you do that? Come, let's sing the song even as you come forward to the Lord, not to me. But by doing that, you say, Pastor, I won. Yes, I won. I will remember. I will not forget. I want to be thankful. I want to ask God to use my life. I want to surrender my family, my destiny, my work even unto Him. You do that in response to the Word of God this morning. Can every one of you just spend a moment of quietness before God, wherever you are? Will you do that? Wherever you are, my friend, God is speaking to you, whether on site or online, in your home. God is speaking to you, my friend. There's nothing that He demands from you that you cannot do. There's nothing that He asks from you that you cannot give. The only problem is, are you willing or not? Are you willing? So I'm going to challenge you today as I close Don't fight Him. Don't fight the Lord. He's a good God. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you the best. So that all may go well with you. you spend a moment of quietness before I close every one of you whoever you are look to him what challenges lie ahead of us if God is with us nothing can be against us nothing and we know God that you want the best for us no matter what we may not see it yet we may not even understand but the Lord is not about understanding about knowing and in our knowing let nothing shake us 
because we know and we know that no matter what your goodness never fails thank you thank you lord thank you so separate us lord with your blessing this day Bring us back safely home wherever we come from. And wherever we go, may we carry your blessing everywhere we go. Whether it be our home, whether it be our workplace, let us carry your presence and carry your blessing. Thank you, Lord. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you this day. May the Lord make his face always to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the good Lord always turn his face towards you and always grant you shalom. Shalom. In Jesus' precious name we pray because people say a very loud amen and amen. God bless you all.